Lunchtime Live with Andrea Gilligan on News Talk. Are you your true self in the workplace? According to this Hayes research today, about a third of us have felt the need to hide aspects of who we really are when we're in the office all because of the fear of judgment. And I'm interested in chatting to people about this today. Marcus is with me on the line. Marcus, do you feel comfortable being yourself at work? Yeah. Hi, Andrew. Thanks for having me on. Um, yeah, absolutely. I mean, it's it's a case, I think, you know, with, with these studies, um, they're looking at people in, in certain work environments. So I suppose it's down to really the environment that people are in. But again, I suppose a certain amount of onus has to be on the individual themselves as to, how much of themselves they want to bring into a working environment as well. So, I mean, I've, I've always been of the, the, the opinion that, you know, you are who you are in your real life. So why, what's the point in pretending to be somebody different when you go into a working environment? So, um, yeah, I mean, I've, I've always felt comfortable. So I can't say that I, I relate to the study as such. OK, I think like I would have thought that we all... I'm not going to say hide, but, you know, probably mm. elements of your personality that maybe we don't disclose when we're in work. Well, it's pro- pro- prob- probably for the better as well. Yeah. I mean, the, the thing is, you know, it's uh, this, this is the other area as well. I think people have to realise that, you know, the a working environment is still a working environment. It's a professional area, you know, and teams, management, um, you know, whatever the, the environment is that person works in, be it, you know, remote in the office. At the end of the day, these businesses don't need to be the arbitrators of people's social environments and their personal identities. You're employed to do a job. You're brought in to do a, fulfill a particular role. Um, that's really sort of the, the, the crux of, of where, you know, your involvement in this area needs to be centred around. In terms of once the working environment is respectful, I think that's as much as anybody can mm. really hope for. Um bringing too much of yourself, I mean, people can overshare. And I think that's, that can be uncomfortable on the other members of the team as well. What about you, Geraldine? Do you try not to overshare too much with your colleagues in the office? Well, it all depends on on, on the situation. Like, uh, if you're, say, have difficulties or have, say, dyslexia or ADD or something else, and it might affect if you're working, say, in a group or people mightn't understand or you need um, information or directions being given to you slowly or, or visually. Um, in order for you to do your work, which you could be very good at, you need these accommodations. And often people are afraid to to disclose that because then they will be judged as not being able to do their job and that is not true. Mm. Or they could be suffering a trauma at home, you know, things like they may have a sick parent, a sick partner or a sick child and they feel that they will be saying, oh, well, they're not going to be available and um, maybe we shouldn't keep this person in the job. Like That, that goes on, has gone on an awful lot within jobs and people do dependent on the jobs, really keep stuff to themselves, when a little bit of support and a little bit of understanding would go an awful long way. But in the main though, Geraldine, do you not think we all sort of hide a little, not hide necessarily a little bit of ourselves, but we're all kind of different, are we not in different environments? Like, I know that I would react, you know, in a very different way when I'm with my group of closest friends than I would if I'm sitting in a, a, you know, meeting with management. Yeah, we can be very judgmental. We can just judge people without actually even bothering to find out what's going on behind us. And, and people then, 
can get treated very, very badly, like because of that. And then do a lot of people leave jobs, a lot of people walk away from jobs because they can't cope with the stress. Of, of not being being able to be open with people. It does cause a lot of stress. Is it, t- and it, it could be avoided. It yeah. could be avoided. You know, if there was some mechanism that people could feel comfortable and safe in their environment. And a lot of them don't. You know, a lot of people I would work with over the years have, have felt undervalued, undermined, by work colleagues because they were different. Okay. It's as simple as that. Text in from a listener who says we're all very different people around different groups so I'm actually not at all surprised by this research. I know that I'm very different at home than I would be in the work environment and that's no harm says this listener. Another texter there's a woman in my office that comes in every Monday and overshares about her weekend um, extremely loudly. How drunk she was how hungover she was who she was and wasn't with nobody is interested in any of these stories but she tells them all so loudly and they're completely inappropriate says this texter 87 106 is the WhatsApp What about you Alan? Are you, are you your true self in work? No, I'm ultra professional until 5 o'clock and uh, it's also me coming out to play <laughs> The mask slips at around 5 o'clock every afternoon The mask Because as I manage people you have, to, you have to behave in a certain way, right? And that's the thing. That's the thing. Work. You've got. You've got to behave in a in a way that that's respectful of the people you work with and, and the, the job you do as well, right? But there's also other there's flip sides of that. So people don't feel comfortable having certain conversations anymore because they'll be judged from what they think or their personal opinion on things. Uh, some people have a tendency, like their previous texter, they tend to overshare what they're up to on Tinder or whatever. Maybe their own business. They should keep that to themselves. But that's you need to understand your workplace, your work environment, what you're what you're actually doing. But yeah, for me, I, I'm literally, I'm two different people in work. I'm very uh, professional by the line, but bring me to a rugby match on a Saturday night and we'll, uh, we'll see what happens. Yeah. But I would imagine that most people are like that. Well, depending on the kind yeah, of work environment yeah. they're in, but... Yeah, well, yeah, you have to be too great. We're dealing with clients and everything else. You, ha- you can't be going in uh, effing and blinding area and speaking in a different way. But... Also, you have to have an environment where people can be themselves because you want people to bring them whole selves to work. But again, that has to be in line with what you're doing as well. So coming in every Monday morning hungover, smelling the drink, isn't really the best uh, approach to take and, and go, oh, I was out last night getting hammered. You know, not, not, that's kind of oversharing what you cook in the weekend. But I think, look, there's a reason why people, one of the key things is you've never discussed politics and work for a reason. Mm. And there's certain topics you stay away from, but I think nowadays people are very cautious about what they say in work uh, in case someone gets offended by something and all of a sudden you're sitting in front of HR and what you say may not have been offensive but someone may take some offence to something. That's why people are very cautious about what they say nowadays. It's a little bit like the pub, the workplace, isn't it? Like you sort of have to, you leave politics and religion at the front door. You need to leave them at the front Well, I think that this is not, it's gone a lot further than politics and religion nowadays. I think that list is now an extended beyond belief. What you can can say nowadays, but uh, what it is, you, look, you, you behave in, in, in line with your work environment, and then when you're in your own space, you you do what you want. Do you but agree? Ideally, no. But, I was just going to ask Marcus as well, uh, Alan, on that. Marcus, do you, do you agree with that? Like, there's just, obviously, obviously, there's just certain things you can't talk yeah. about in the workplace. Completely. No, and and just to, yeah, I'd completely echo what I'm saying there. I mean, I, I also manage a team as well, um, and the team's international, so you do get an awful lot of sort of very diverse individuals coming with it, their own unique, let's call it, 
world views on various topics and elements. So I think, you know, from a management perspective, you do have to create a certain tone of professionalism that's there. I mean, you don't want to be too formal, too rigid. Um, I think that the, the core of all of this is people just have to be respectful. They have to be respectful of the people they're working with, the environment that's created for everybody that's there. Um, while people are entitled to have mm. opinions, I mean, there are certain opinions that belong in the workplace, certain opinions that belong outside of the workplace. I think people that genuinely tend to sort of skew stuff as well in terms of, like I, I worked for a large multinational tech company for a good number of years uh, where the founder at one stage who, you know, is, is um, basically had to send out a company-wide email to just remind the entire organization that it, this isn't a family environment. People aren't entitled to, you know, create Slack channels or con- forums where they can start to debate and argue social issues and whatever within the workplace. I mean, there's there are times and places for those, but everybody there has a responsibility to do their their duty as such in terms of what they're okay. getting paid to do. So, um, yeah, no, I mean, I, I, I do. Things, yeah. things have to be left outside no, of the workplace. No, this listener here on WhatsApp, of course you should be your true self. Changing personalities to suit your setting is old-fashioned. It's shallow and dishonest. More varied personalities will make any workplace better. Um, own Thomas McDermott's from uh, the Communications Clinic Managing Director. Own, surely there's no harm in slightly, not going to say altering your personality, but maybe holding a little bit back when you are in the workplace. I think it's wise, Andrew, and I wasn't disagreeing with anything I heard there. There is that idea of you're probably best to flex your style to the situation that you find yourself in. Uh, I think there is partly, you would say, for any organisation that ultimately the objective is to have a harmonious workplace where people support each other, that there's a sense of trust between colleagues and management, and that they're working towards a common goal, whatever that common goal is, whether that's providing a quality service or selling quality products. That idea of we have a sense of how we're going to get there. I think there is certainly a trend in... Uh, culture and within organisations where they are encouraging staff to bring their authentic selves to the workplace, which I think, again, is very, very sensible. I suspect for you to go back 30 years ago the, and did this piece of um, research that the number of people who said that they could feel comfortable bringing themselves to work would have been far fewer. Um, that if we even think about in Ireland, for instance, 30 years ago, it was still illegal to be gay here. And so people, for example, offering up or being open about their sexuality in the workplace 30 or 40 years ago would have been very unlikely. True, so we've come yeah. a long, long way. I think particularly also, though, where the organisations may be looking at this is through that lens that people who may find themselves in a minority, whether that is because of their sexual preferences or their gender identity or their cultural background, that those people feel comfortable to be themselves in the workplace. And there is certainly a big push around diversity and inclusion within all organisations, but particularly the larger ones, that uh, people feel included and comfortable within that. However, often these kind of the idea of these values or um, our mission or or what we hold for in terms of inclusion, where the rubber hits the road is whether your manager is good or bad. And often management uh, are the ones who actually create an environment where people don't feel comfortable or do feel comfortable. Mm. And that idea of psychological safety is hugely important. But is it not a case, though, that like, are we not all a little bit different in different scenarios? 
And isn't that fantastic? Yeah. We are all unique, and I think that we are all. Um, uh, that is what makes the world special, and that uniqueness and being ourselves is totally appropriate. I bring you though back to my my view of let's have a sense of what a workplace is, where we support, we work well as part of a team, we have a sense of a common goal. If, for example, and I'm sure we have come across them, if there, you are a particularly difficult person who is high on the pain and the ass scale. My advice to you is don't bring that authentic self to work. Yeah, don't be too authentic. Yeah, you might say, well, actually, do you know what? You need to be a sole trader because you are disruptive and negative within the workplace environment. And that can be a challenge for some people where they find it difficult to fit into the style of team and the style of organization. And that can sometimes, because they're high in the pain of the ass, either. Um, and then they have to leave or they walk into a workplace and go, do you know what? I actually don't like how it is here. Management are bad. The environment is toxic. I won't be able to, from my position, change. And then they find, unfortunately, that they mm. have to leave those organizations. So it can be on the pro and con side. But it's, there is a, certainly a sense, you're totally right, that uniqueness and our, our individualism is hugely important. But I suppose then from a corporate point of view, we do need to consider that we're working well, towards to the it, Yeah. Some of the texts on this, this listener says, I think it's an age thing as well. Young people jump down your throat if you say anything that they don't agree with. So I've actually stopped saying anything. It's just not worth it. Another listener, I work with a Spanish lad. He wears his heart on his sleeve, massively overshares emotionally with me, talking about family issues, friend problems. It's all fine every uh, every now and again, but I don't think it's appropriate conversation in the work environment. Another listener, I think things have changed massively. I came out a couple of years ago um, as gay and found completely at ease telling my colleagues I think workplaces are a lot more welcoming and less formal than they than they once were Lunchtime Live with Andrea Gilligan weekdays at midday on News Talk